0: Welcome to the Skeptic and the Mystic podcast. Your hosts, Heather and Deb, will dive into a little bit of the mystical, some of the spiritual, quite a lot of the unconventional, and we'll do it all with a healthy dose of skepticism. So if you know that you're holding yourself back, there are places in your life where you could be doing more of what you want to do, tune in, stick with us. Will help you move past some of that skepticism and disbelief, and open yourself up to some new ideas and ways to begin living the life that you truly want, starting today. Okay, hello everybody. It's the skeptic and the mystic, Deb and Heather here. We are on episode thirty-four, and I we are we I, I'm throwing curveballs at Heather because she likes planning, and we had a plan, and I just said let's change it. <laughs> I'm, like, okay, I'm just buckling in. Stations <laughs> now. Exactly. It fits with what I want to talk about because it's it's kind of about getting out of your comfort zone on some level. But um, I think the the episode title is snakes symbolism and um, signs from the universe. So I just have had like over this last few days some interesting things that I just thought would be cool to talk about. So you know because I wonder how much generally as a whole, we, we miss signs. We miss the things that the universe is trying to tell us. And so when you start to tune in and notice them, it kind of just rattles your brain. But it to me at this point, it's like humorous. I'm like, okay, that's actually funny. So this story is, um, I don't know how many people that are currently watching this follow my stories, but yesterday I did post a picture of the first time I've ever seen a rattlesnake. I've lived in Arizona for 17 years. Arizona is known for snakes, scorpions, you know, some scary wildlife. I've literally never seen a snake. I've seen a dead one on the side of the road. I've seen them at the zoo. I've never just encountered a rattlesnake or unless maybe there's been one near me hiking and I just didn't notice it, but I've never seen one. And yesterday I saw my first one, which was intense. But at first I was just like, no, F you, I'm done. Like no snakes. I don't love snakes. I love living things. I sometimes have a hard time seeing the beauty of snakes, but. You
1: love yeah. them, but you don't
0: them." What's that?
1: You can love it and not like it all at the same time. It's like people, there's certain people you can love,
0: but you don't like them. Exactly. And and I kind of did come to that conclusion where I, you know, I think in, in one of the Tosha Silver books, she talks about seeing a spider and then realizing like you're one of God's creatures. What are, you know, like you are me, right? Like, what are you trying to tell me? So in hindsight, thinking about the snake, I just had this epiphany in that um, yesterday, no. So yesterday was Sunday. Saturday morning, I was in a yoga class, taking a yoga class, not teaching a yoga class, but taking one. And I was noticing in the last several times that I've been in yoga class, like we start with that settling in and, you know, whatever it is, sometimes it's child's pose, whatever you're doing. Like I keep getting crazy freaking itchy the second we start the class and i'm like why i like moisturize like i drink plenty of water like why is my skin so damn itchy and i go down this like spiral but on saturday i don't even know if the teacher said something or what but we were in child's pose and i started getting that itchiness like all the way down outside my arms down my back as i was stretching and all of a sudden i was like "Mm, maybe you're shedding some layers right like i mean, i'm really Actively trying to transform some things in my life. So I got this like, it's like a snake shedding its skin. Just enjoy it. Like this is this is proof you're growing, right? Like you're here, you came to yoga because you wanted to expand, right? Right. So I just like sat there and was like, I love this itching, which I know to some people they're like, give me a freaking break. Not that I love the itching, but I was able to kind of Think of it in a different way so I didn't have to reach down and scratch it. Like I was like, this is like an interesting sign. Yeah. Um, and then I also teach yoga on Sunday morning. So Sunday morning, I'm teaching a yoga class, and I kind of went with this whole theme of it, just was like what's speaking to me, which often is how I teach my classes. I just sit down and I'm like, I don't know what's gonna come out of my mouth. I just <laughs> start going. Right. Um, and so I was kind of asking the students to at first, you know think about the the stories you're telling yourself about yourself when you know when uh, when you just you've just arrived you're here you're you came as you are. what are the three archetypes you're embodying or three characteristics that you would say are currently describing yourself? And then you know we all generally have a version of ourself we want to become, right like there's usually something you're working toward. So what are those descriptors? and my whole theme of the class was kind of like expanding yourself into, that version of yourself, which you actually already are—that's the trick, right? You right. already are that person. You just have to get comfortable with it. Um, and at the same time, I'm re-listening to *The Big Leap* on Audible. Have you read that one?
1: Yeah, Gay Hendricks.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, it's it's amazing. And so that's kind of about you know finding that upper limit and expanding yourself. You know, creating your new beliefs. The symbolism of snakes is always rebirth transformation shedding layers and then i literally saw my first real live snake (laughs) so um, it's like literal i mean like that snake was the universe talking to me (laughs) that's that's what i think you know and i think skeptics might uh dismiss that my daughter discovered the snake and brought me out to see it and i was like oh my this is how my child is i love her so much she we were at the bunny rescue. We volunteer a lot at this bunny rescue, um, which is a crazy place to see a snake. Um, but she was like outside doing, you know, one of the tasks is you have to, um, you know, clean out litter boxes and replace them And that we have this station that's kind of set up outside. And I had one of her friends with us yesterday. We were, and I was inside cleaning some bunny pens and she comes running in with her friend and they're both like, Oh my gosh, you have to come outside. There's a snake outside and he's so cute. And I was like, i doubt he's (laughs) cute but i'll come see and so i go out there and it was coiled up well you have the picture i just sent you it was coiled up underneath the table where they build the hay boxes and i'm like ah you guys that is no joke of a snake (laughs) and so i go inside and i get the the lady that runs the rescue i i'm like is your husband here by any chance and go and get him and he's like just kind of one of those men that can take care of anything right like and they this is out in the in the desert area where snakes are relatively common people just have these contraptions it's like a loop on a pole and you can like capture the snake can keep it pretty far away from you so he pretty easily grabbed it what's I'm that try,
1: i'm gonna try to pull up the picture while you're okay um, yeah it's crazy it
0: I should have tried to take a picture of it in the bucket. Cause he, you throw it in a bucket, put a lid on the bucket. Um, you know, he just takes it a few miles out and re-releases it. Cause we, you know, nobody at that place is interested in killing the snake. We just don't want it there. Um, so anyway, whoa, it's like a black hole of like,
1: <laughs> oh, I know and it won't look big. Oh.
0: it's infinite podcasting. Um, so anyway, uh, he he did show us the snake in the bucket, and it was definitely a rattler. Uh, he went and let it out into the wilderness, re-released it, and he said when it uncoiled and slithered away, the thing was like five or six feet long, and it definitely had a full belly. Um, none of the none of the bunnies from the rescue were missing. He we didn't get one of our bunnies, but um, it probably had a squirrel or something. Who knows? I don't know. But um, that's that's the reason it was kind of just peacefully chilling there and didn't bother anybody. It was had a full belly and it was content but um yeah so that just is my kind of encapsulated story i don't know what more will come from seeing snakes of recent right Um, but it's it's just an interesting thing when i'm actively trying to put myself in a bit of a transformational state and get some new things going it's to me just some confirmation like you're you're doing it, you're on the right path, like keep going, you know, those sorts of things. So do you have experiences like that? Well,
1: it's funny they say that because this, um, I just posted on my Instagram story the other day about numbers, you know, and it's like people were into numbers. Yeah. I'm not not a big one. Like uh, as far as like, I know some people were like, Oh my gosh, like I cannot live there because it's the number, blah, blah, blah. Or like, I can't do this on this day because the number and I'm like, okay, how about you stop giving away your power?
0: Like I'm with you on that. But I do I think they're significant when you see them repeatedly. Right. And so and that's because
1: I had like saw eleven eleven, which I mean you're gonna see it twice a day, right? You know, but Mm -hmm. um, but somebody had said in response, she's like, I feel like I see them more the more aligned I am with myself, the more Mm -hmm. I see them. Yes. I I had not ever paid attention to that. And then that what happens today is I saw eleven eleven again. And so you know, but somebody I was talking to a friend the other day about something I forget what i was telling them something happened and i was like well or he was like well that's a sign and i was like it could be like it could be whatever sign you want it to be like you can make exactly. it bad right like i'm going through like you said about shedding your skin like i'm literally itching like i broke out in hives. like what's that? it's you can't see on this this thing but anyway my whole entire neck my arm You should try to see me i'm trying to put like um uh tea tree on my arm because it's itching like crazy my like groin area. I have all these like hives and my reflexologist said it's all from like liver line, like the liver meridian stuff. And my liver is always my weakest area. But also like, as you know, like recently, you know, just had a breakup and all the emotions of resentment, frustration, anger, bitterness. Like but it I'm,
0: probably means they're leaving. They're coming to the surface
1: and leaving. Exactly, and that's what yeah. I'm like. I could just make it that this is all stuff that's coming to the surface and leaving, and that's What's the story that? that I can make. Or, or I can make the story be like, oh, like make it make it not work for me. And that's I not mean, work
0: for you. Put lotion all over it. Pump yourself with steroids, and you know what I mean. That's, but and, yeah, if yeah. you welcome it and see it as this is you healing, right. it's a lot less bothersome.
1: Right. And, and my reflexologist was saying I like I'm the princess in the pea. Like I'm so sensitive to every single thing. Like I, I know if I eat this I'm gonna feel like this. Like the smell bothers me like this. Like I'm so sensitive. And it's hard for some people because you know, they're like, Oh, I'm just stop being so sensitive. I'm like, I would love to, trust me. I would love to <laughs> And I said to her, I was like, It's just frustrating. I might as well just go out and start drinking. If my liver's gonna be this much of an issue, I might as well just go start drinking and like do what everybody else does. And she's like and I know, I know exactly what she said because I say it to other people when I'm on the, you know, like, but I, yeah. it's like, you know, but think about it. Your body is—it's like you get the signals early. Where some people are, sudden like, how did I get sick? They just didn't hear the signals. Like you hear yes. the signals. And I, when I had my bakery, I had all these kids coming in that had a ton of sensitivities, allergies, and they would be really frustrated. You know, you're an eight year old, and you're like, I've never had a cupcake before. And I remember one little boy, I just, you know, was talking to him and I was like, you know what, you're like a fine Italian car. I'm like, you are high maintenance, but you're high performance. And he was like, I, that. <laughs> I right? bet you
0: that kid remembers that now. I hope yeah. so. Yeah. I, I think so. that's a really good reframe of, you know, somebody being like, some people would just be a victim of an allergy versus right. seeing right. it as a little bit of a superpower. Right.
1: Yeah. yeah. And that's where, for me, I'm like, okay, I'm like I can look at what's going on for me right now and just get frustrated, or I could use it to empower me and be like, oh, it's time to reset, and you know, go back, you know, looking into nature of seeing, okay, what foods do I need to eat that's just going to nourish my liver, and it is a time where things are coming up, and just accept that, like, hey, it's springtime. That's what what, what it is. Period. Yeah, you're spring cleaning right so we literally get to make meaning of anything so even me like the skeptical person who's always like okay sure like <laughs> back you know but it's like no matter every single thing that we do is always about making meaning You
0: like know? no, so but, I, but it, I choose to see meaning in things because it's fun
1: right but i mean but that's what we do as humans like we do it so that we can have some kind of certainty most people don't even do it intentionally but when you're True. intentionally Doing it and saying, Hey, this is what I'm going to choose to make it mean and to like have it
0: work for me instead of work against me. That's yes. what powerful. I agree. I agree. Um, interesting story about hives in general. I'm sure I've told you this before, but the one and only time that I busted out in hives all over my body, I had started dating this one guy that every time I talked to him or saw him, literally hives all over my body. And I actually, like, I mean, I dated him for maybe a couple of months or something. Maybe it wasn't even that long. Maybe it was only one month. But I had gone to the doctor and they wanted to give me like steroidal cream because we we're like, we don't we don't know what why this is happening to you. And this was many years ago before I was like fully immersed in my line of thinking now. And now I would probably see it much clearer. Right. Um, Stop seeing that guy for, I mean, just because he was not right. You know what I mean? He just wasn't somebody I wanted to be with. Um, stop seeing him. Hives go away. I'm like, oh, I didn't think too, too much of it. Then month goes by, he reaches out again, literally just a text from him. I like my arm started to be like, and I was like, Oh, <laughs> that is crazy. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think that man anymore.
1: No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's great. I've had so many situations that too, guys that date it. And then like, you get intimate with them, well, I get, like if I got intimate with them, and then I'd have these random weird things break out on my body, like just all these weird things. And I've learned for me, it's a, it is a sign. I use it as a sign that my body's like, nope, rejecting that person.
0: You know, I never even actually like had sex with that guy. Right. Thank God. What, what would have happened to me? <laughs> oh my gosh. Right, yeah, oh my god, yeah, yeah. crazy, but yeah, it, it, it's it is interesting how, like you said, we can make meaning of anything, but sometimes it's like it's blurry loud signals, yes, yes, yeah.
1: and and that's oh gosh, I can't even remember. Oh, when my reflexologist, we were talking today, and she was talking about how when she started down this path of doing reflexology, how like she just kept fighting it and fighting it. And like, it was so hard. But then, then she told me about all these situations where it was just affirming of here, like, this is the path that you're supposed to go, but she just kept resisting. And so we were talking about that whole thing about alignment and like hustle. And because you know, that whole like, you know, culture of like, you got to hustle, you got to grind, you got to fight. And I, I, this is just my belief about it is that yes, there are going to be times in your business that you're going to hustle. Absolutely. And it's not going to feel arduous. It's just going to feel fun and yes. work because you're aligned with it. So yeah, yeah. you're your butt off and it doesn't matter.
0: Like, But also it can be easy too. Yes.
1: Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is you're working your butt off, but it's fun and easy. And you're like, well, what else would I be doing? Of course I'm doing this.
0: Yes. When I yeah. was at
1: the bakery, I mean, I was working, I mean the whole time, but like, you know, working so much. I just found another, another five. Um, <laughs> um I, you know, I was working so much, especially at the beginning, and I didn't care. Like, I didn't care that I had no social life. I didn't care that I was there 24-7 because it was it was so aligned with who I wanted it to be. Yes. Right? And so those those kind of things are so important to pay attention to, right? Because when, when things are aligned, they just flow and they happen easily. But how many, well, yourself, how often have you done it? And I'm asking myself the question, too. And as women, do we fight and think, oh, this has to be hard? Like, this can't oh. be It's
0: not hard. hundred percent. hundred percent. I think a lot of us like, and there's, there's kind of just a narrative out there that only, only the things you work hard for are worth it. Right. We're kind of taught that in our society. Like if it's easy, it wasn't worth it. Like you, you're not going to enjoy it as much or whatever. When the struggle isn't where the reward is. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and that's where the, the like the signs it's like, oh, is this easy? Is this flowing? Is this fun? Is this does this create joy? Does this create pleasure? Like that's a sign you're moving in the right direction. Mm-hmm. But if it's contractive, if your body feels tight, if it feels constrictive, right? That's a sign that you're not necessarily in the right place. Caveat, because everything is always nuanced, right? Is that yeah. there can be things like going through something like releasing a relationship that's not healthy or releasing a, um, an yes. addiction that's not healthy, right? It is hard. Like those withdrawals, like those like breaking that habit can be hard. Yes. And you also know that it's the healthiest thing for you.
0: And it gets easier. Yes. It does get easier. No, I mean, not everything is meant to be easier. You're right. It is nuanced. And what's easy for me, is not always easy for you. What's hard for you is not always going to be hard for me. You know what I mean? So every you have to know what is your version of that. Right. Everybody wants to dole out lots of advice and everybody, I mean, it's great to hear how other people got through their path, but that's one way to do it, right? right. You know what makes me crazy in this regard and unpopular opinion I will share? Um, I don't think you'll disagree, but um, David Goggins. Do you know who he is?
1: <sighs> He's masculine. I mean, I
0: can't, you, I mean, you know, his whole method is to basically beat the shit out of yourself and abuse yourself and literally write like you're a shithead post-it notes on your mirror to motivate you. Right. Which, I suppose that worked for him. He's clearly successful right. in some measure. Right. Um, but it's, it's a bizarre approach in my opinion, even for men. Yes, it's very masculine, but even for masculine essenced people, that's a pretty masochistic approach.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, some people are motivated by pain and some people are motivated by pleasure. True. Right? And so, and some people are motivated moving towards something and some are motivated moving away from something. Like I eat healthy because I don't want to be fat and I don't want to be sick where somebody else might eat healthy because they want to look good for the high school reunion. Yeah.
0: Or I eat healthy because I want to feel good today. (laughs) I know if I indulge in some Mac and cheese, I'm not going to feel very good for the rest of the day. Maybe it's a payoff. I'm willing to trade maybe, you know, but um, for the most part I eat what I eat because I want to feel good in the moment for me looking for the more immediate benefit is a, more effective strategy. Right. right.
1: <laughs> it's still pain and pleasure. I mean, that's for me, like I, yeah. i weight move, because move, move, I felt like crap for so long that I eat well so I don't feel like crap, which really yeah. is true so that I feel good. But You're when right. somebody puts it in that way to me, they're like, oh, you eat it so you feel good. And I'm like, I mean, ultimately, yeah, but that doesn't, that language doesn't motivate me.
0: Interesting. Okay, so there you go. There's a nuance. That's a personalization thing. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. de- I live in a lot of, um, rose colored glasses so I prefer to say I want to feel good rather than I don't want to feel bad right now yeah. at the
1: stage of my game I do it because I want to feel good right but my initial motivation was I didn't I was tired of feeling like crap I yeah want to feel like crap. now I'm like why wouldn't I do this because it feels so good
0: but that's true the- and I guess where I'm coming at from my lens that's an interesting point because I should be mindful of that and working with other people is sometimes not feeling like crap is just where they need to be (laughs) right yeah like i don't very often feel like crap so i'm not necessarily running from that that state Yeah. yeah yeah yeah
1: so okay just as we wrap up snakes symbols signs from the universe listen to them Like your body is always giving you clues of what's going on. The universe is always, God, the universe, whatever you want to call it, right? There are people who just open up their Bible and they're like, okay, that's a sign. Like make it work for you to empower you to become the person that you would desire to be instead of being a victim. And it
0: will exponentially change your life. Yes. And I might concede that that snake was not horrible to my daughter.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm nice. sorry I couldn't
0: bring up the picture. I don't know what was going on. That's all right. No worries. All right. Well, this was our quick one. You're welcome, everybody. <laughs> we'll talk to y'all later. Bye. Bye. Bye.